Hello, hello, and welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And this is Emily McManus calling in from Nashville. And it is great to be here and see your face and see all the virtual faces in our heads. I know. It's so nice to be here. We almost had to reschedule, but we are committed to season three, y'all. So we are. (laughs) And Peyton is holding my feet to the fire, which was great. I need it. No, I'm serious. I needed it because I didn't feel very prepared for this episode. Luckily, it's something I feel like innately we just know about. So it'll be good to, you know, riff and kind of bounce off of each other. But I, you know, one of my things this or um, season is I want to be better. I want to be more prepared. I want to show up more professional. And so I had of like, I had almost an oh shit moment. I'm not ready for this. Like it kind of just snuck up on me. And then I sent P a voicemail and said, Hey, um, I'm not really prepared for this. I have not done any research. Can you do it another time? But if also, if not, that's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I always do that. Like, Hey, I don't know if I can do this, but if, but don't worry if you can't, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, if you have something going on, of course, but I'm glad that we can make it work. Um, I, I also, I realized in my little intro when I said Peyton Smith, that's actually not true. As of last week, (gasps) I officially changed my last name to Wiser. So I am officially Mrs. Peyton Wiser, which is like, I know, but I think it's just for my brand. Like I need PS. That's okay. Well, you know what? A lot of people do that professionally. They stay with their maiden name because that's what people already know you as. I know. What is your maiden name? McManus. Okay. So you've stuck with it. What is Jeff's last name? Coleman. Coleman. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. So I've never changed my name. Uh, So was that ever of interest or no? I know we've talked about this, but I forget. No, I think at one point maybe it was, but I just... I feel like I'm a McManus through and through. And I feel a friend of mine once said this, like as people, as time evolves, we're getting married a little bit later in life. And so you do establish yourself a little bit more in either your career path or who you are or in society. So you become a little bit more like in deep with your name and you feel that as also an identity. And I mean, I know it's, that's not the norm to keep it, but that's how I felt just very connected. To my no, name. I get that. I really do get that. And there's certain families that I know have a lot of cultural history as well. Like I know one of my friends has a very traditional Greek name and she's oh, dating wow. someone who is not Greek. So it's like, does that play yeah. into it once I get married? So I love, I love Wiser. I think it actually makes me more, more interesting than Smith. So that I think was it's so cool. <laughs> a nice upgrade. And then my, um, my initials are now paw, which is like little paw, which is oh cute. Oh my God, it is a little paw. Mew Mew. Today's National Cat Day. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. So, question. Yeah. When it finally came in as official, did you feel different, or was it like, oh my gosh, or just like, no, this is here. It is. It felt a little different. I will say, I've always been like, I now get tripped up. I went to the dermatologist this week, and like, am I Peyton Wiser, Peyton Smith, and all my documents? So, in those ways, it kind of tripped me up. But yeah. feeling wise, I feel like I've. It's I've right. been a, yeah, it's right. It is right. So um, congratulations, Mrs. Weiser. Thank you so much. You're well, welcome. I'm very excited because this episode, like you said, we're going to unpack stuff together, which I think is honestly kind of fun. Like I like watching those podcasts or listening to those podcasts where they unpack the topic at hand. So mm-hmm. our topic 
surrendering control. Cause I think that's something that's come up for me so much in the last month. And today, by the way, astrology, a little astrology update is it's the lion's gate portal, okay. which means you're supposed to manifest everything, release things you don't want to release similar to the super moon, but this is like eight, eight and it's about infinity and your life can be as big as you want it to be today. I love that. So we should manifest that we win the Powerball. Yes, yes, we should <laughs> manifest whatever you want to manifest and write in a journal tonight, maybe blow out a little candle, say a prayer, okay. whatever you believe in. But I think it's a it's a good day to do that. And it's called Lion's Gate, the Lion's Gate. Lion's Gate portal. I think it's Lion's like Gate. a portal oh, into your gosh. new life, into your dreamer world. I can get behind this. I love this stuff. You know, like I do. I don't know the knowledge and the information like you do but I am in, I am into all of it. Right. Okay. So yes. one other astrology update, so wild. I follow this woman who is like scientifically studies this stuff. Oh. And so she was like the planets and whatnot. And is that an astrom astronomer? Is that different than an astrologer? I don't know. Yes. Because once I took a class in college and I thought it was astrology and it was astronomy. Oh, so it was very different. <laughs> okay. Well, so there is some on. Well, she was saying like, it has been like everything else, a commodita commoditized, I'm like using words. I don't even know if they're real, uh, like a commodity. It's become like a, a way to sell stuff, market stuff. But really it's like this insanely complicated planets are everywhere at every point in time. And so there's clocks you can use to track different things. And certain people like JP Morgan, the original, you know, JP Morgan who started the bank and whatnot, yeah. he was brilliant. He would always have a watch with the planets and he was supposed to get on the Titanic, for example, but he's like, I can't because this is in retrograde and the planets are this and I can't get on this boat. Really? And like, yes. And all these like weird, smart, wildly, you know, wealthy or successful people are really connected to the planets in some way. The CIA, for example, has an astrologer on hand at all times. I don't. Okay. With so that weird. information, how can you knock it? It's, it's just wild. It's like, I get the, I get the, like, here's your love reading for today. Let me read your palm. Like that stuff, believe it or don't believe it, whatever. That's kind of funny, but the actual planets and movements and moons and like when timing aligns, like moons move tides in the ocean. So why don't you think that you, it can yes, impact yes. energy in you? So it's just, it's just, once you start understanding it, it, it is cool to go with the flow of the energies. <laughs> I love it. I love it so, so much. I mean, this is different. I mean, it's very different because it's along the lines of what you're saying, the palm reading. But one time I was in New Orleans and I had my fortune told it, my past and future. And it was an unbelievable experience because everything that she said and touched upon was a hundred percent spot on. It made one of my childhood friends was there. So she knows everything about my life and, and whatnot. And she started to cry. Oh She's my like, God. This is unbelievable. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So I, it was just a very wonderful experience for me. Yeah. I think you can get whatever you want to get out of these things, but there's yeah. no debating science people. Come on planets and all that, mm. like get on board. Yeah. <laughs> we are very behind science. <laughs> Anybody that's not behind science, get a grip. Yeah, great. Wait, the other kind of news thing that we haven't touched on. Have you seen that UFOs and aliens and all that news? They have found unearthly 
biologics. Is that what they're calling it? (laughs) Yeah, there's like three whistleblowers that showed up in Congress and were like, yo, there's actually like celestial beings that the government has been hiding from you. It's like, what? Like they found (laughs) non-human bodies at crash sites. Like, what's happening? (laughs) Very men in black. Very Very men in black. Independence Day. (laughs) Very... I know. I, you know what though? That's something else that I'm a big believer in. I cannot, right? How can we be so self centered to think that there is nothing else out there in the universe? Like, of course, there's something else. What? The universe. Like, I mean, okay. And it's, there's multiple galaxies in the universe. Is that correct? Or are there multiple universe? Multiple galaxies. Multiple galaxies. I think. Well, because it's, Beyond our comprehension. Exactly. How it's vast massive. It is. Yes, yes. Yes. It's like the ocean. It's like we don't know what's in the ocean. We don't know all no. the deep, dark. I don't know. People who are just like can't see past their own experience and lens. I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all use your little brain. Yeah. Listen to PS. We have no plan because we're yeah. opening up your minds right here. We don't know any of the terms or what they're. We're probably saying all this wrong. We're like, there's multiple universes, <laughs> astrologers. <laughs> But we're jumping behind it all in, all in everybody. We're jumping deep in that ocean. (laughs) But yes, aliens are real. Yeah, that's a huge thing. And then another kind of sad, intense thing. I mean, this is not, this is not about celestial beings, but Sophia Bush, who is one of my favorite people ever, got a divorce or is in the process after like a year. I I was like, what's happening? Why? And Natalie Portman too today. No, there have been rumen- rumors swirling about them, though, for a while. Okay. Because but what is with all these divorces? I don't know. I don't know. They're coming. I mean, you tell me. What are the moons saying? I don't know. We should look. That is We really should look. We really should. Interesting. I was talking to my mom about stuff the other day, and it's so wild because I don't know if it's the age that I'm getting to or what. But now I'm starting to have friends that are getting divorces. Whoa. Or maybe not friends, friends, but acquaintances. And and one is a good friend. But it's kind of weird to see that playing out in real life. Because I feel like that's just as a kid, you hear about that. And now like seeing it, you're like, oh, whoa. It's really hard. It's really hard. So whether you're confronting earthly (laughs) problems or universal ones, we are here. Yeah, (laughs) we are. And you know what? life (laughs) life right life like take it back to last week's episode the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah something like aliens we just don't give a fuck we're gonna accept it (laughs) and honestly that kind of bleeds into the topic at hand surrendering control which kind of goes with whatever what we're talking about but um if if this is your first time tuning in by the way we like to start out our podcast by sharing some fun updates about life and what's going on what we've been caring about throughout the week and then we'll jump into our topic so Jumping in, surrendering control. Do you want me to cue it up and then we can talk through it together? 100%. Okay. So I wrote this blog post, you guys, PS, we have no plan.com go read. And it's about the, the art of surrendering control, which goes along with our last episode that Emily brought up the subtle art of not giving a fuck. But this is, this is similar where it's like leaning into the moment at hand, surrendering your need to control and contrive every situation and for someone like me, I really do think through things to the nth degree. And so when I 
when they don't pan out that way, it's really hard for me to lean into the moment and lean in and be like, well, this is what's supposed to happen. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. it was supposed to be what I planned it to be. You know, it can be really tough. So I've been trying to lean into this surrender to the moment thing. And it's been really useful just to see where life takes me. And, and if I want to go right, I turn right. And if I want to grab a coffee, I grab a coffee. And if I miss you know, miss a turn on a highway. I'm like, Oh my God, what, where am I going today? This is an like, adventure. Yeah. I have a question then. Did that yeah. take you, have you started a process to get to there or were you one day just like, no, I need to start surrendering my control. This is what's for best for me and that I'll have a better reward in my life if I do that. That's or was it question. a slow burn? I honestly think through this year of therapy and my year of like, maybe I, maybe I should write a short story, my year of rest and relaxation. That is a book actually that I've read, but it's like this past year, I've really done a lot of mental work and mindset shifting and like focus on my emotional well being Cause for so much of my life, that was not a part I felt in control of my mind was not, I didn't feel in control of it at all. Same with my emotions. So yeah, I think it's just been a part of this journey of trying to learn more about myself and bring more positivity in my life and reach these dreams and goals that I'm setting for myself. Cause I think mm -hmm. so much of that is your mindset, which we've talked about. So I think, yeah, I think this is just another piece of the puzzle for me to figure out my path to my dreams. Most definitely. I'm proud of you. I feel like that's huge. Oh, I think so too. What does it mean to you though? When you, when you hear someone saying surrendering control, I mean, it, it makes me think a lot because what it automatically actually takes me back to is childhood and adolescence and growing up where I tried to control everything about me and my outcomes to make it easier for the people around me. So mm. I tried to control my attitude, my outcomes, mm -hmm. my how I produce, my school grades, every single thing, what I did at the house to help out. And so everything that I did, I wanted to be able to control so that it helped everybody else. Mm. And there are still elements of me that do that, but I'm starting to find that I am and am through therapy as well and boundaries that that is not something that is my sole per my sole focus anymore. So I give space for myself a little bit more. And for yeah. me, I think that is surrendering control. For sure. I think people pleasers and I was similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's a very controlled life. It's a very much like, how do I act? How do I talk? How do I yes. think? How do I feel? What do I say? Is that funny? Is it not funny? Is it bringing the yes. room up? Is it like all these things go through your head constantly instead of just, and walking into a room, like, and be like, what do I feel? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and moving with that energy is just sounds crazy to crazy. me. Oh, well, and we, I, it, one of our past episodes, I think it was season two, we talked about that and just how <laughs> in the past we were like the wallflowers, right? We would go into a room and we would always just kind of like be in the background, observe, really wondering what people are thinking about us, judging, are, am I wearing this okay? How do I sound? What am I going to say in this next conversation? Mm -hmm. In the conversation, what am I going to say next after that? And that to me, and I think to you as well for what you're explaining, that is is trying to have absolute control about the whole situation and control of the other people around you. Exactly. And it sort of does go with the subtle art of not giving a fuck, right? It's like, oh, totally. it doesn't speak to inability. It doesn't speak to 
surrendering like and never doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's about showing up in a moment and allowing the moment to be the moment. Cause mm-hmm. I think so much of us, yeah, so many of us plan, you know, life out, which it, it's not to say you can't plan, you can't have expectations, but when you arrive in that moment, for me, what I've been trying to do is surrender to that moment. And I, I do I think that. it allows for more adventure. And and if you want to live a practical life, go be practical. If you want to live an adventurous life, have adventures. If you want to live a romantic life, go be romantic, right? Like it feels like this is a way to do that. Yes. Because at the same time that you're giving that control up, you're opening, you're opening yourself up to things that you never even could have thought or imagined could happen, right? And who knows what those things could be. And they could be beyond your wildest dreams. Exactly. And that's when people, and when we watch all these, you know, interviews and podcast episodes and and inspirational speeches, almost all of them, the through line is like, they did surrender control at some point and they just leaned into the moment and they just said yes. And they tried something new. And I I do think that only can come from having that mindset. I agree. I agree. You kind of put blinders on and you go forward, you just go for it. And you're not really, I think you're aware of everything around you, like who's not, but you just allow the earth in your life to like take you. Exactly. Exactly. And I do think that's the three things I took in the blog post. I said, one, it allows for more adventures, which it does. Like I, I brought up an example of when I took a wrong turn last week, I was driving to Venice and it was at 5 PM in Los Angeles. And it's like the worst time to drive. (laughs) And I took a wrong turn and I was on a freeway going the wrong way at 5 fucking PM. It was so awful. The traffic was awful. I was like honking my horn and trying to get in and like get off the road. And it's so angry. I was like, my cheeks were all getting red. I was like frustrated. And I sort of blacked out. Like, I don't even know what could have happened. And I wrote in the blog, I'm like, well, what if, you know, to my left was Harry Styles driving, Right. you know? And what if, what if uh, two roads ahead, I saw this new place that I wanted to go visit. And what if the song that was on in my car reminded me of a beautiful memory that I could have relived? Like Mm -hmm. those moments of being in the moment, were gone because I just, I was like, I'm frustrated. This isn't what I wanted to, this is not what I wanted to happen. Yes. And that sucks. That's a silly thing, but those are, that's an example of what I want to do less of. Oh, well, and this is taking it. I feel like those are very positive outcomes and they're, they're like really beautiful. And they're just like, this is an adventure, but I think realistic things I read. And I mean, this is incredibly sad, but On September 11th, somebody, a man was running late to work and he had blisters on his feet from his shoes. So he stopped at a convenience store to get band-aids. And in that time, he would have been in the building when um, the planes crashed and he was spared because he had to stop and get band-aids. Oh my God. Right. So what was a small inconvenience, he was trying to control getting to work on time, saved his life. Isn't that wild? And that, yes, that is a great example. And that's, that's leads me to number two that I wrote in the blog post, which is feel the feelings, even if they're sad. Um, And I guess that doesn't really speak to his exact experience, but for sure, it's like, if you're like, sometimes you and I get really down Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. maybe that's supposed to happen. Like maybe you're supposed to be down for a night. And instead of fighting those down feelings, 
just be down, just watch the comfort movie, order the food that makes you feel good. And like, actually maybe in those moments of surrender and control, you'll know how to support yourself and you'll wake up feeling much fresher than if you're pissed that you're, that you're sad. 100%, 100. No, you're, you're spot on. And it's when you're happy, it's so good to just like sit in that feeling. But when you're sad, it's hard, right? It's really hard. And I think everybody can feel that. And I, it's funny you say that too, because right now I'm in just this weird spot. I've gained like a couple of pounds and I'm Mm. really just focused, uber focused on it. Like, why am I not losing this? Why, why, why? This is like, like I'm eating healthy and I'm exercising. So I'm trying to control every single thing about it. And I think that control and obsessing over it is keeping me from being successful with it because I just have to go with my intuition, be healthy, keep doing that, stay consistent, let it go. And it'll work out. It's really hard to do though. That's a good, mm-hmm. like, if you don't mind, I'm, oh. I'm wondering to hear more about that. So is your, like, how do you sit with that? And how do you, how does that, are you tracking your weight? Like, how do you even know you've gained pounds? both my my clothes just fit a tiny bit tighter and so with that I then go on the scale which is the Mm. worst thing that you can do the absolute worst thing that you can do and so then I see you know that it went up and for me just seeing that visual number is is painful and I've talked a lot about my body image and issues with that on the podcast. And I've gotten a lot better and I'm really proud of myself in that sense. Um, but it still creeps in. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, when something feels different on my body than it did say last year or during COVID, I was probably in the best shape of my life, but I had all the time to run whenever I wanted to walk the puppy you know, two times a day, whatever it was. And now getting back into a really busy life for the Mm -hmm. most part, um, has changed my body a little bit. And I'm not accepting that. Like I'm working to getting back into like what makes me feel good and working on my health and everything. And there's definitely things that I need to like get back on the horse with, but, um, it challenges me. It challenges me mentally very much. So, so can I, can I probe? And I want to, I want to know if this is something like as a challenge to you, I wonder being your little mystical friend, I wonder if this is a season of life that is important for you to learn something from and not just quote unquote, get back on the horse or jump back or get snap your body back into what Mm -hmm. you know it to be. I wonder if this, and what, how does that sit with you? Like, I wonder if that if you're supposed to lean into it and learn something from this. I never thought about that because, and we've, sorry, I have dog hair in my mouth. (laughs) We relate, I think a lot to this growing up in the military. There's like, there's no excuse. Like if you're, you know, not healthy, you got to get yourself back healthy. And I'm a big proponent of like staying healthy and just not like getting lazy. There's a difference between being lazy and just resting and giving yourself rest but I've never really thought about it in the terms that you're saying. And perhaps, and this takes me to something that's just like crazy to say, but if I have a child, you know, in the next year or so, 
that's something that's completely out of my control. Like you do gain weight. And honestly, that's one of my biggest fears of having a kid. I was not gonna, I was not gonna say that, but I feel like that's something all women are sort of like what happens. And maybe this is universe, God, people, higher powers preparing you and showing you it's okay. As -hmm. you gain weight, it's okay. This is how you feel when you're doing this. And like, it. I don't know, maybe, right. Maybe that's, if you see it like that, especially if you're not, like you said, doing it with a negative mindset, like you're not stuffing your face with all these awful junk food, never getting out and about depressed and low. And that's such a separate thing. But if you're gaining weight just from living your life, it's like, maybe, maybe I'm supposed to learn something from this. Like maybe. Totally. And, and, and I've always been somebody like that. Like I ebb and flow no matter what. And on my trip, when I was overseas, I walked miles and miles every day, you know, and the food didn't have the same preservatives as it here as it does here. So I definitely think there's a change in that as well in my lifestyle, even though that was just a month and a half or whatever. But um, yeah, I think surrendering the control of that and not being so obsessed with getting to the outcome that I want as quick as I can get there. Instead, maybe journaling or sitting with your thoughts and being like, mm-hmm. how does this make me feel? And I don't like that my thoughts are going towards negative things. Like maybe yeah. I should say something nice. And I, I don't know. I just, I find that when I have those moments and I can share from this last year, I've, I've tried to control my sadness a lot and I can get into really anxious headspaces and get really down on myself and feel really, really low. I have had many low, low points in life and throw myself little pity parties. And that's not my vibe. Like that's not what I want to give a give off. Like I love my yellow, bright, happy energy that I can give off. And I love my positivity, my Zen vibe. So when I'm not that it makes me feel bad. And I'm like, Oh, why am I anxious? And why do I care about these stupid things that I don't want to care about? So it's like, yes, I've learned to lean into it a bit more. And actually one of my characters in my script I'm writing struggles with anxiety and I'm, I'm pulling from my own experience. And I'm like, wow, maybe that's why I had to live through that because now I have this character in this, you know, movie that I'm creating that will hopefully one day come to fruition. And I couldn't authentically write that character had I not experienced it. 100%. But in in those moments that you went through it, you know, you don't see the purpose of it. No, no, you never do. And so that's my, my point to you. And maybe this is something I, it could just simply be nothing. I'm such a connector of something bigger. Listen, Peyton, so am I, (laughs) so am I, but sometimes it, you just like right now it's like accepting those things. It's just allowing yourself to accept it. Yes. And being like, wow, maybe this is part of my story. Maybe I have to learn something from this. And people who constantly try to quote unquote, get back on track or like feel themselves wandering in one direction after not being in that direction. They're Mm -hmm. like, get me back, get me back. This is not Mm -hmm. my safe zone. I don't Mm -hmm. look the way I'm supposed to look. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. It's like, "Mm, maybe this is your journey. Let's lean into it. Let's go one day at a time. Feel it, feel it, everything. And I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. But it's itchy. It's uncomfy. It doesn't feel good. 
so fucking itchy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and you, tight. <laughs> and yeah, and, and a lot of people talk about especially those types of things like mental health and and weight gain and physical yes. t- it's like tons of people have opinions on what's right and what's wrong of course. And of it's course. hard to not let it dictate your inner self so that's why I love this surrender control mantra because I'm like oh my god let's surrender <laughs> let's surrender okay so you said you have three po- you had three points in your blog and I, I think did. okay what's number three number three was what is number three Wait, number let's do a three. recap. So what number one was number one was you get to have more adventures by surrendering yes. control. Number, number two was you get to feel all the feelings, not just the yeah. happy ones, not just the ones when you're feeling good and no. bright. You get to feel life and life's up and all, down. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Oh, and then this is the third one is you have opportunities to connect. Because oh, I think, yeah. Right. Cause when you're really in your body and you're really authentic and you're grounded and you're surrendering to the moment, there's so much more opportunity to connect with things. Even if you're alone, you notice the leaves, you notice the salt, whatever. It's like you form connections with the world mm-hmm. around you when you're being present. Peach, how about us in our meeting? Like we opened ourselves up to have like totally. get to know each other over Instagram. And now we have this genuine one of the best friendships of my life. Totally, totally agree. It's like that, who would have known? Like just this inkling in you being like, and me being like, oh my gosh, I feel this weird connection with this person. I can't explain why. No. Fast forward two years and we're like sisters. That's such yes. a strange thing. But we gave it a shot. We're like, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, this feels right. We didn't have a direction or, you know, a purpose behind it at all, but- we just, you chase those feelings. I think you open yourself up to the possibility of other things. Yes. Agreed. And those connections can form. And so that's mm-hmm. why I love, I love this as well, but what are, what is a moment if you can think obviously our partnership, but something else where you surrender control, maybe on your trip, was there moments where you surrender control and you, and you had an opportunity to connect in a new way? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, nearly every day, I rarely had a plan when I was walking around. I kind of just started the day, got my coffee and started walking. And I I would have little things that maybe I wanted to pop in and see, but most of the day was just exploring and seeing what I would stumble upon. And, you know, one day they were doing a uh, changing of the guard at Buckingham Palace and I got to see that. Or Oh man, I stumbled. My friend told me about this wine bar and I went in there and I met this couple from Liverpool and they told me all about like Liverpool and the Beatles were from there. And like, it was just super cool. And I never would have met these people before. Um, And I think for me, I guess it wasn't one moment. It was kind of the whole, the whole time together because I did, I allowed myself to just, to just go. To just be, to just yeah. see what happens. Just and it, it, that's mm-hmm. so tough for me. And I, and it was hard to put a, a frame, a mindset framework around it. And so I loved this mindset framework of the art of surrendering because it is an yeah. art form. And that's what same with the art, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's like these art forms yes. similar to painting or drawing or anything else. It does take practice and commitment and it does take 
sometimes it's going to land and hit really hard. And you're like, oh, thank God, this art of surrendering. And sometimes you're going to be like, fuck this art of surrendering. I'm a control freak today. And I feel, you know, absolutely. It's, it's a, it's an art form. So it, it is like, it takes that's the time. other piece of it. Yes. It takes time and sometimes it works and some days it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I find that as a writer, I'm finding so much more ammo for my stories by being more in my body. And just if it's raining, going in a coffee shop and writing instead of going for a walk, or if it's, if I'm feeling really tired for unknown reasons, instead of feeling like guilty for not exercising, I'll sleep in an hour later and I'll watch the summer I turn pretty. And that'll give me an idea for a story. It's just like, wow, once I surrender, it all makes more sense. It's just not being as hard on yourself, maybe too. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there are little pockets to this whole art of surrendering control. And I, I do, I've, for, for me right now, just hearing all of those things, sleeping in, getting to watch the show, um, not beating yourself up if it's raining. And so you want to go have a coffee instead and, and take that in. You're allowing yourself once again, to feel the changes of the day that were out of your control. And that for you and I, as people who believe in these bigger stories and these dreams and these adventures, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, that makes so much more sense than trying to contrive a day and getting these outcomes instead of leaning into the moment. It's like, wow, this is the bigger story. Absolutely. And something that you and I have always bonded over was the fear of normalcy. Yes. Right. Normalcy, repetition, the same thing day in and day out. And I think, you know, perhaps that is not surrendering to control, like holding on to whatever you can control in every little piece of your life or what's comfortable. Yes. Yes. And that's, Oh, that makes me scared already. (laughs) And and that's what I said earlier. And I want to repeat it because it was such a, I read this line and it's, if you want to live a practical life, be practical. I said, I said, I think Jay Setti said something like this. And if you want to, that was a great TikTok. I mean, it's such a, it's so true. If you want to have, if you want to be adventurous, have adventures. Mm -hmm. If you want to be romantic, be romantic, right? Like it's duh, you know, and it's same. And he was saying in a slightly different way where he's like, if you want to connect with someone over, over a meaningful conversation, have meaningful conversations. If you want to give off, if you want to connect with people who talk about money, go, go talk about your money. Right. You, it's like, you attract what you put out there and how you present yourself. Duh. Yeah. Right. Like when you say it, you're like, duh. If you give off that vibe and you talk about that shit all the time, that's the shit you're going to receive back. Right. And it's just like when you hear people say like, well, that never would happen. Or I can't do that because it's not going to work out for me or that. Then it never start- <laughs> Exactly. If you think like that, well, then absolutely it's not going to. What 100%. the fuck do you think? hundred percent. And that's when people, Miley Cyrus actually recently said this about her dating pool. She was like, I was going to bars to meet people. And then I'm like, wait. And then I was, I was mad that I was meeting these alcoholics that had drinking problems. Uh, no shit. I'm trying to meet the love of my life at a bar. Right. That's not what I don't even, I actually want to live a sober life. So I'm going to go to the gym as, as silly as that's, I'm going to try to meet someone at the gym. I have this coffee shop that sells this matcha that I absolutely love. I'm going to go to there right? And try to meet someone there. It's like, put yourself in the situation where you're going to attract the right energy. You're going to connect with the right people. It is so much about this bigger topic of energy and and planets and whatever else you want to believe in. But it's like, 
to me, it's, it makes a lot of sense. It makes so much sense. And if maybe you're not in that space yet of who you are, but that's, that's the vision of who you want to be or who it is in your core. Totally. Go, go take yourself there. It doesn't matter. Totally. If, right. It a hundred percent is like, if, if kind of like what you said earlier, if your perception of yourself and who you want to be is that sunshine, that ray of sunshine. Okay. Put yourself around those ray of sunshine people. Yes. yes. Right. That is yes. what I'm saying. And I, yes. I it's, and dress the part, feel the part, think the part. Absolutely. Like, that comes into play all the time. The Will I Am talked about this. He was like, I grew up in the projects. I was being recruited to a gang. I had no, no reason to think I was going to get out of there. But he was like, I just knew in my head, I'm, I, I want something else for myself. Yep, yep. So he ha- asked his mom to sew him a suit and he wore that suit everywhere. And he drove past all of these big office buildings and record labels and would drive himself and then walk around areas wearing his suit and imagine himself. That's doing amazing. These- I didn't know that. And he, he talks about these mindset things all the time. It's just this morning I wore overalls and this cute little clip <sighs> because I was trying to be Brittany Murphy from Uptown Girls. And I'm like, I oh. want to be an artist and silly and bring my tote bag. And yes. Or and- your Daisy Jones outfit the other night. Oh my God. Totally. I was Which totally- snaps for that. Snaps, major snaps for that. You would have laughed at me though. We were like on Rodeo Drive doing ridiculous things. I went out that night. It was like, I got hit on, which never happens because I never leave my house. This is wiser. I know. I was like, oh my God. Thank Um, you. It was so flattering, but it's just that energy was, I was giving off that fun energy that's not usually, and I don't know how to explain it, but it is wild when you embrace those people or things you want to be and yes. you get that back. And that was you that night. Yes. I was Daisy right? Jones that night. I was like drunk off pink margaritas with my little sister oh, wearing a little t-shirt dress. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> with those heels, everything. Yes. And that's, absolutely. Like when I'm at home, I'm in sweats all the time. And you know what? That's just me. But if I want to go and like get dressed up and wear dresses and heels, yes. some days that is me too. Or I love a fucking black tie event. You bet your ass I'm going to the nines. The nines totally, about Totally, totally. And that type of, that's a very practical way to visualize yourself mm-hmm. in the situations you want to be in and be a part absolutely, of. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's something that we all can do. Like it's a, a very easy or it's a simple first step. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Cause I think mm-hmm. some of these bigger topics you really have to feel and it's like, yeah. it, like the surrendering control that is so inside your head. No one else yes. can see you doing that, but, mm-hmm. but it's like, mm-hmm. You and I are there because we we believe in these bigger things, but that's a little bit harder for certain people. But the the manifesting, like living that dream life, yes. listening to the music as if you're in a movie, yes. listening to applause as if you're getting an award, that type of shit works. It 1000% works. It works. I used to do that all the time with volleyball games. Like I would visualize myself getting the goal. I would listen to like club music, like yes. LMFAO, like play shots, but like I'm going to party after I visualize myself celebrating after. And it always helped always. Speechless. Uh, honestly, no words to follow that because it does. It does. It does. And that's the only through line that I've been able to identify with all of these 
quote unquote successful people or people living the life that I want to live mm-hmm. is they have this mindset like, this is the life for me. This and I'm is not going to accept anything less. Not going to accept right? anything less. I'm going to surrender to the adventure of it all. And that's, it's just, it's just more help. It's comforting feeling in some ways too. Cause even it's, the sad shit, it's like, well, it's supposed yes. to be this way. Yes. And, and surrendering part of that is knowing that it's n- every day is not going to go. Oh, I don't even know what train of thought I was going on that, but just that not accepting less than, but knowing that each day is not going to feel like you're taking one step closer. Yes. And accepting that. Yes. Yes. I and think having, that was a little bit more what I was thinking. I I mean, yeah. I think there's just so much comfort in being like, there's a bigger story to be told. And mm-hmm, each mm-hmm. day is bringing me closer to what I want. As long as I'm just trusting that yes. life yes. will take me there somehow and not feeling like I know. It's, it's a very selfish thing to be like, I know what I need to yes. do everything. No, you don't. You don't yes. actually, and you don't get to control the weather and the no. traffic patterns and your feeling, even your mind. Sometimes you don't get to control those things. So oh, lean gosh, in. No. Yeah. Because there's in. only so much that we can do. So yes, lean in. Honestly, surrender, I that. surrender and just like float surrender. through life. <laughs> I, listen, I'm on a cloud. <laughs> We're on clouds and I like it. Oh my God, me too. Hey, I I love this episode. I agree. I agree. Well, hopefully everyone else got something from this episode and share DM us. We love when we get DMs and messages from people around episodes. So let us know what you think about surrendering control. Follow us on PS. We have no plan across all socials. Go read the blog post on PS. We have no plan.com and we'll see you next week. Bye everybody. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, this is a day.